Merkel Media. Welcome back to another motherfucking episode of Kill the Mockingbirds with your host, Sean Chris. Joel Thomas right here, jumping out from the side, from the back door. What the hell is that wrapped around his arm? It's a Nephilim arm, baby. I just got it. I just got it. I ripped it off of him. He came at me. I ripped it off of him. I'm swinging around like a weapon. Brat! Brat! Let's go, baby. I'm ready for this episode, man. You know I've been really hype. Nephilim killer. Nephilim killer. <laughs> yeah. Confirm. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm uh I'm pretty excited about this episode. You know, I've been di- going down some rabbit holes and you know, I'm really excited for people to get on this topic. Uh, but before we do that, I want to tell people about some cool stuff that we're doing right now and uh get into a little shillery. A little Shillery Clinton before we start this out. <laughs> little oh, grift, Grifter Alley, baby. That's where we're at. No, seriously. Um, Griff I'll let everybody know if you go to Kill the Mockingbirds podcast on Instagram, we now have a subscriber option. It's $4.99 a month. You can cancel it any time if you don't like seeing my face or my content. But it does allow you to get to a lot of really cool content that won't be for free. So I'm doing extensive breakdowns on reels. Um, I'm going to be putting some really cool videos where I just talk about some cool stuff that I'm not going to talk about out in the public space. There's going to be some of the fun green screen reels that I do for people, but they're going to be for subscribers only. Um, also, a lot of the reels that I've already put out where I talk about certain topics because we only got 90 seconds. Um, I can do up to 10 minute videos there on Instagram. So I'm actually going to break down some of those reels and talk to people about what some of those sections mean, because we only have 90 seconds. I'm only there to pique your interest. Uh, Also, we can create uh, special groups that you can jump in, ask me questions for a limited time. So you guys join, you get a get a special kill the mockingbird badge so if you comment on anything even in public space i know that you're a subscriber so i will respond to you if you dm me and you got a badge i will respond to you i'll give you access to a lot of the books i read a lot of the cool stuff i have access to Uh, i know people ask me that all the time and i'm only gonna do that for subscribers because i feel like you're invested in what we do and you like what we do so we're going to do live events twice a week, every Tuesday and Thursday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You'll see us jump in. If you're a subscriber, you'll get access to it, and we're going to let you ask a bunch of questions as long as you don't get crazy uh, where we got to boot you. But if you're asking normal questions or if you don't even like a podcast or if you don't like what we said on something, say, hey, this is what I think. Cool, man. Also... I'm going to give people an opportunity to give me ideas for reels, ideas for green screens. And if you get picked, I'll tag you in it and you'll get noticed as being one of the quote unquote creators of the reel. Going to be a lot of really cool stuff. I didn't even delve into everything that you get access to. 
you're just going to get to see it when you go there. So please check it out. We're going to keep growing it. I really want people to enjoy this part of it because I feel like I'll be able to go into way more detail on a lot of the cool conspiratorial stuff. You'll get early access to some of the music stuff that's coming out too. So yeah, man, we're just going to have a blast over there on Instagram with this. And along with our every week free episode on all podcast platforms, we're also on patreon.com slash kill the mockingbirds where we'll have a lot more, uh, you know, content like the more uh, content we provide, it does, uh, you know, we're going to have a little different tiers. You'll see over there and you'll see the different tiers, the breakdowns of what you can get. We'll break that down more every podcast you hear. And I know that everybody can't get access to that. So we'll, we'll, we'll make a couple tiers, you know, uh, affordable for everybody. But I mean, we got to get paid to do this too. I mean, we work full-time jobs and we want to be able to have more time to do research and, and actually give you more content. And to be able to do that, we need uh, to find out something. And uh, this is where we're at right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So patreon.com slash kill the mockingbirds and kill the mockingbirds podcast. Become a subscriber to both. I mean, if you support what we do, and give them the cash you know app I mean? too, Sean, because I know some people don't like going through some of these other platforms and they just want to give money directly to support because anything you do give, and even if it's $2, it goes towards what we're building because we're trying to build an interactive platform for everybody to join in. And that was one real big reason that I wanted to jump on board with Instagram when they gave us access to have subscribers i want to be able to do that for people because it's going to be interactive and i want people to be able to interact with us talk to us i just think it'd be kind of cool and i think others people enjoy as well so yeah we're going to be there we're going to be on um patreon as well and sean if you want to go ahead and give them the cash out too ktmb productions uh on cash app you know uh help support the show i mean we haven't found sponsors. We have some sponsors, but we see the thing is that with sponsors is like they have to also match our values. You know what I mean? We can't. I'm not going to have a bunch of people on here peddling propaganda. And then we're right. like, you know what I mean? we're like, hey, get away from this propaganda. And then we're having. So that's where the issues you come with. with you know, some people love it. Some people hate us. We know that. So we appreciate all the people that actually do support us. We got a lot of people that share the podcast. Give us good feedback. Uh, those people are mad appreciated. Even the people that don't appreciate it that, uh, you know get uh their butt cheeks all tight butt we also appreciate tight, you baby. too because without you uh <laughs> we wouldn't have uh, uh some of the uh, ambition to push even harder because you know you're doing something right when people don't like it so uh yeah patreon.com slash kill the mockingbirds cash app ktmb productions and go get that subscribe on uh instagram kill and the before we get podcast. into this crazy episode we're about to drop on you guys and get the cheeks extra tight this week I just want to say thank you so much to everybody that's going to change.org to bring back Saki Bomb. I want to read a couple of new comments. You know, I try to do that when I can. We got a Kayla Highland. I have married and procreated with a ginger. Always stand for gingers. Pure bloods, baby. Pure bloods. I'm loving it. We're, we're bringing us back. The first man. The first man, baby. We got that genetic code. That Nephilim code, man, it's insane. We got uh, Kenny Two Shouts. Shout A. Love it. Nothing like a fine red-headed John. You ain't lying, Kenny. Jen Saki is the hottest on the planet, and you know she will be mine. 
And before we get started on this crazy good episode, I just want to say thanks to everybody that's been going to change.org to bring back Saki Bomb. I want to read a couple of comments because I love doing that to all the people that are supporting, bringing back Jen Saki. Uh, we need to get her back in. We got a Kayla Highland. I have married and procreated with the ginger. Always stand for gingers. That's what I'm saying, baby. Pure bloods. That's what we're doing. We're bringing the master race back. Gingers, baby. Love it. Love it, Kayla. Appreciate it so much. We got a Kenny Two Shouts. Shout A. Love it. Nothing like a fine redheaded John. You ain't lied, Kenny. Ain't nothing like a fine Jen Saki who will be mine. And you all know that. So appreciate it, guys. Please go to change.org. Bring back Saki Bomb. If you if you put a dope comment, I will read it. I promise. No, nah, yeah, no. It, 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 there's a lot getting some support for that. I mean, I don't know. I, I heard uh, Juan's gonna be trying to competing with you with the, that uh, save the homunculus. We'll see who gets saved first, the gingers or the homunculus. We don't know. We're gonna figure that out. Well, gingers and homunculus really don't mix because you know we can make them, but they won't survive around us because our genetic code is like it's too superior. So like homunculus just like go to like straight goop. Like we we can't really we we can't interact <laughs> like the witch in Wizard of Oz. It's like throwing water at her. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like just a puddle of goo. Right. I'm gonna leave that to Juan, man, to save them because like we just can't we can't interact. Like you know, I, I feel for him, but you know, when you're at a different tier. Check out our last episode, uh, uh, Juan on two. Uh, we had a little bit of a audio issue, but uh, we cleared that up. So make sure you go check that out. Uh, it's a really good episode. Uh, by the time this drops, it, it will be our previous week's episode. So I definitely would suggest if you want a good time, a bunch of laughs. It's kind of more, uh, you know, laid back. It wasn't as much as uh, any anything serious. Not like today. I think today will be a little bit more serious. We'll give a little twenty percent of the brilliance, not eighty percent of the trash, <laughs> as some have said. <laughs> yeah, that was, but, uh, but, uh, that was a great. Uh, we comment. appreciate all that. I mean, feedback's good, man. Feedback. I love good, feedback, bro. even if it's bad. It don't matter. And that was to me that comment, and people don't know there was a great comment in Apple where the guy like hated eighty percent of what we do, said that you know it's the it's the urban the the hip hop he just can't deal with, but he said twenty percent of it's brilliant, so he won't unsubscribe. So hey, hopefully we got some brilliance Shout for out, you today. Yeah. Shout out! Yeah, today we're gonna try to like. Uh break down a subject i mean we gotta look you know we always give you some news paranormal and conspiracies and i think we've given you a lot of uh current events lately so we wanted to go back to uh you know a little bit of that uh esoteric type of talk, my bread you know? and butter like, baby to, you know what i mean like we want to bring it back we, you know we, we, we try to have a little bit of everything for you guys and that's why like again i know uh give me that last grift out there that's why i definitely think you should subscribe to the patreon uh, because patreon.com slash kill the mockingbirds, because that's where we're going to be able to give you a lot more where you're going to get, uh, you know, 30 minutes of, of some cryptids, 30 minutes of some, uh, you know, truth or news, 20, 20, 30 minutes of some breakdowns of conspiracies or reels that, uh, Joel has already previously done. So yeah, that, I think that's what we're kind of like getting towards. And today we're kind of talking about almost like what Joel always talks about, right? The first man, like, uh, the what is it called? The pre-Adamites. Pre-Adamites, right? yeah. So it's the man before Adam. So if most people know in in most cultures or most religions, there is an Adam. Whether it's 
called Adam, like the Quran or the Bible calls Adam, Adam, or other cultures will have other names. Um, Adam is considered the first man. You know, some people say it's Adam, A-T-O-M, the Adam um, was the first Adam, and there were uh, beings before him. We're going to get into that today, and we're going to talk about what it could be, what we think it could be, and how it aligns with things like the Bible and other what other cultures have to say about it as well. Um, if people don't already know, like I'm a Christian, and I do believe in the Bible now. Do I think that everybody knows how to interpret it? I don't think so. I think I don't think that's something that we're ever going to know. Uh, I use it as a guidebook to take on the teachings of Christ and how I need to treat other people. Now, the rest of it is a blast for me to try to figure out, you know, what was before, because I'm a, I'm what they would call, and I hate labels, but I'm what they would call an old earth creationist. So there are two types of creationists in the quote unquote Christian realm. Um, there is an old earth creationist and then there's a new earth creationist. New earth creationists believe that the earth was the, the universe, the earth, everything was created in six days and then God rested on the seventh. And that creates our week. So six 24 hour days and that's it. Old earth creationists leave it way open because there's verses in the Bible. And we'll talk about some of that today that leave it open, that actually tell you what's going on and talk about other civilizations before Adam, before this earth that we're in was created. Because I am a proponent in the earth being millions and millions of years old and the billions. Like I think the universe is, I think the universe goes back to where we can't even track it. You know what I mean? Like, I think that God always has been always will be like, he's just, I am right. That's what the Bible says. He, I am, but everything else was created. The angels were created. So everything else that's in this universe was created, but we don't even know what that time frame is, man. Our minds can't even comprehend what's going on. We can't even comprehend other dimensions. We can't even comprehend other universes, other parallel dimensions. We don't know how that works. All we know. And we touched base on that a little bit uh, with Gary Wayne, uh, the right. fairies episode. We kind of talked about like how that's kind of my belief is what is a, what is a day to God? Right. Like that's like something that a lot. And, and as many people may know that I am not in any, uh, I would not consider myself whatsoever a scholar. I'm just a person that just goes around, ask questions, listen to stuff and, and, and find things interesting. So I think it's, it's a two good perspectives, right? Like we're, we're from different angles, kind of going the same place, but we're not like coming from exactly the same right. exact uh, a reference point, but we still have a lot of some of the same ideas that link up. And I'm with you. I think that the earth is, has the possibility of being way older. And, and we've talked about how the angels, you know, fallen angels, or maybe even at the time dinosaurs or, or dragons or whatever we may call them, like existed a long time. And we, before the the first man right or the first man as far as adam like what does that mean does that mean that the angels maybe roamed the world does that mean that like who was in charge like what do you think in your in your perspective like what was inhabiting this old earth so i think 
before we get into that, because I think that that's a that's a loaded question, and we're going to get to that as we progress through this, because I have what I've read from some scholars and what I think, too. And then it's like a combination of trying to figure out the pieces, right? We're never really going to figure it out. But I've got some pretty wild theories myself that I've been digging into lately. But one thing I want to talk about is in Genesis, uh, Genesis uh, 4, 10 through 17. This is when Cain kills Abel, right? So he kills Abel. God is letting him know he's got to get out of here. He's not you know, going to kill him, but he's got to go. Like you got to go roam the earth. You're you're cursed at this point. Um, there's some questions that Cain asked God too. He's like, if anyone finds me, they'll kill me, right? Like if anyone finds me, they'll kill me. Well, the question of that is, why was he asking God that? Who's going to kill him? It was Adam, Eve, him, and Abel. That's it. So when you think about it, he's worried about something out there people there's there's some sort of nomads or people or whatever that could kill him also where did he get his wife now i know a lot of people think that you know adam and eve procreated to the point that there was probably a thousand people a couple thousand people because you got to think they're having kids the kids are having sex with each other they're having kids and the kids and the kid right because they lived for so long they were living hundreds of years right which could be but it seems like in in the way that the scriptures are built that he kind of made this it happened kind of quick because he was building cities. If you know anything about Cain, he built 66 cities. His first city was built um, named after his son, Enoch, which was the first son. Now, I don't want to get him confused with the Enoch uh, that's later on in Seth's bloodline that everyone knows. Uh, the holy Enoch that walked uh, closely with God and, and basically walked into heaven. Um, that's the one. But technically, there's only one bloodline then, right? Are you talking now? We're talking about there are two bloodlines from Adam, but Adam is the is is the bloodline. But if you're talking about these other people, sure, and sure. the pre-Adamite theory is these other people were from a older bloodline than Adam. So we don't know obviously much about them um, outside of what we kind of see in the in the scriptures that could open up the door for it. Um, also, him building these cities, how he couldn't build a city by himself. Now, granted, I believe that Cain had high interactions with fallen angels and high interactions with the occult. And he and his son, Enoch, uh, basically, you know, created with the fallen angels uh, technology that can help him build these cities and these megaliths and the stuff that you see around the world now that we just can't even yeah. build. So, yeah, I agree with that. But. Somehow there were these other people out there. Well, at least it seems that way in the scriptures, right? It seems to be that this pops up. And if we're talking about culturally throughout the world, um, there seems to be these older people, you know, uh, Antarctica. You know, we, we talk about, I you know, I sit you over that documentary where they start breaking down ideas yeah. about Antarctica. What's underneath the ice? They're saying the ice is melting. Some of these megaliths, some of these uh, pyramids are starting to reveal themselves. Now, I don't know if that's by design. 
because I do feel like there's always an agenda at play with some of these, you know. I got a question yeah. though, real quick. So like, uh, you know, we talk about pre-flood and all that kind of stuff. Now, do you think that the scripture is like, could be like mixed up? Uh, I, the only reason I'm asking this is like not mixed up, but like maybe someone translated wrong and put it in the wrong order. Only reason I ask is, could the flood be before Adam? Because like, obviously the, the, the flood was to wipe out a lot of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So could there, or there could have even been a flood that wasn't even written about, right? That could not have nothing to do with Noah or anything like that. I was just saying that because... Maybe Adam was created after the flood. So I think there were two floods that we know about. And I think the Bible okay. does say that, actually. So if you know about the deluge, which is the flood we all know about, which is Noah's, right? That's Noah's flood. Mm -hmm. um, after that flood, God said that he would never destroy the earth by water again. But that didn't specify that that was the first time that the water had been destroyed, that that the world had been destroyed by water. So if you look at Genesis 1, 1, it said in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And I want to specify that in the Hebrew, um, the word is Hashmayim, and it means heavens. So a lot of translations will transcribe it as heaven. It's not heaven, it's heavens. So when you start breaking that down, when Paul the Apostle says he's caught up in the third heaven, uh, the Testament of Levi from the Dead Sea Scrolls talks about seven heavens. So again, we don't know much about the heavenly world of God. We don't know much about anything. That's why you have to leave your mind so open to there being other possibilities getting boxed into some like six 24 hour day creation and 6,000 years. Now, do I think from Adam to now that we could be at 6,000 years? Oh, absolutely. I think that we can, we can track that back, but I think before Adam, we don't know, man, that's like millions and, and billions of years and it could go even further back. Right. I mean, we know from car, you know, from what they tell us, 13.8 billion years ago is when we can track back to when the universe was created. Right. But we don't even know what was beyond three. What, what about 3.9 billion? You know what I mean? Yeah, we yeah, don't yeah. know. We don't know how many destructions this has happened. We don't know what's going on. We really don't. And to your point that, yeah, it talks about that. Genesis 1-2 says the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. So if you notice something really cool about this verse, he's not creating anything. He is over a formless and void earth that's covered in water. Go back to Genesis 1-1. It says God created the heavens and the earth. So when God creates something, it's perfect, right? Why between... One one and one two has now the earth been covered with water. So I think that gap of time between one one and one two is like millions of years. Like I, I think there's been a shit ton of stuff go on in between those two I, verses. But um, when they say that uh, everything that God makes is perfect, mm -hmm. right? Like then wouldn't that perceive that we shouldn't have had any floods? Like you know what I'm saying? Like because if everything He creates is perfect, then there should be no reason to reset and to realign. I'm sure people are going to kill me and be like, I can't believe you said that. No, I, I, I like <laughs> where you're going with it, though, because it makes sense, right? If you take it from the aspect of 
free will taken out of it, right? God creates all of us sure. perfectly. You know, Lucifer. Sure. Okay. Now that makes a lot. Now I get. Yeah. Yeah. So without Lucifer free will. was perfect. Satan was perfect. When he was created, he was a cherub. He was like God's right hand man. You know what I mean? Like he, when he walked, he made music. Talks about the pipes like that. When he walked, it just made music. That's why I think music's so influential in brainwashing people is because he's got a pretty big hand in that. But yeah, yeah. him being a cherubim and being so tight with God, uh, when he had that moment, and we're going to get into him a little bit too, because there's some dope verses in the Bible that talk about his time before Adam, which is wild. And it yeah. actually talks about civilizations before Adam and how he was actually influencing them, which is really crazy too, when you think about it. But there was a time when he wasn't bad. And he was like you and me, like, yeah, yeah worshiping yeah. God, I'm having a good time. I think the moment came when he knew that we were going to be created. Even if it had been, even if it was millions of years before, he he got wind of it. Because the Bible talks about the angels were created to minister for us. So they knew this. They were created for that, but that doesn't mean they weren't created long before us, right? So they got their own you know, minds, they, they weren't mindless drones. They, they were like us. They're, they're, they're beings. They weren't created in the image of God, but they're beings and they have free will. He had free will. He decided he wanted to roll differently. And I think when people use their free will to cause a negative reaction, then negative things can happen to the world around them. And you see that happening now. With, with everything that's going on with just in the past two years, just with wars going on, everything else, we're, we're not great stewards just as people and just as creation in general. I mean, we talk about Psalm 82, one where Elohim judged the Elohim. Well, that means that God judged the God. So the gods, the pantheon of gods, these divine council, there are other gods. So they, some of them weren't listening. So God was smacking them up too. Like he's got to be irritated sometimes with, with like his creation. And and I get why he does it because he doesn't want to be like a controlling entity. Like he wants to give us the opportunity. And that's like what we discussed before too, that angels had free. I think that cleared up a lot of stuff for me thinking to the point of that angels would have free will makes a lot more sense of why things would happen. Because I think that we get a lot of bad misconception in general when we talk about things because we're like, hey, well, why is there bad? Why is there floods in the world? Why are kids dying? Why is this? Mm-hmm. And it, that's a combination of everybody's free will. Now, unfortunately, you may be born into a situation where those people that have free will are, are using it the wrong way and not right. trying to find a, a, a prosperous path for them or you. And in doing so, they may hurt your effects or it may make you stronger because I think I always call it 50 50, mm-hmm. right? Like you, you have a bad, really bad life. Like I remember this guy that I went to work with, uh, his dad was a bad alcoholic, I guess like super like, you know, abusive, everything. The two, there's two brothers. The one brother became, uh, alcoholic, just exactly like his dad. The other, the other brother wouldn't touch alcohol, wouldn't touch any drug. Would it, you know what I'm mm. saying? He was, had his head in the Bible. You get like, that's why I call it the 50 50 from meeting them kind of gave me that perspective. Like, well, pretty much you're going to go one way or the other. Now, when we talk about pre at like before Adam, I think that's very possible because if we have free will, we don't know how many times the world was created. Right. And how many Bibles there might be like, and obviously it could be called whatever we want, like through translation, but 
there could be many scriptures that are all around the world. They may not be around anymore or like, you know, hard to find. And maybe we do find little pieces every now and mm-hmm. then, but I do think that they were wiped out as well. And there could be many times, right? It doesn't have to be one group before Adam. It could have been many times, like you said. Like if there's billion, if we're 13 billion or 14 billion or 15 billion, then I don't think we know the exact number. I think that's, I think, I know people claim to know the exact mm-hmm. number. I think that's really hard really hard to do and pretty arrogant to say that yeah, you would know of course. i think there's like a basis like if they say i would understand more if they had like you know we basically think that this could be around this time i would like that a little bit better but you know some people have to put their stamp on it and say but so then what you're saying is that before adam there could have been many cultures and many other people with free will not necessarily all fallen angels as well and then if there was a flood before Adam or multiple before that, because we don't know how many times this has happened, mm-hmm. this uh, endless loop, maybe like uh, God is put is hoping that, hey, they figure it out. You know, like I, I don't want to do this. And, and then that's why he said he would never do it again, because maybe he did it multiple times. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, man, third time's a charm for, you know what I mean? Or whatever. Right. That like they're going to figure it out, you know? So with these people, they might not have all been wiped out before Adam. So when you're saying that uh uh abel right we were talking about we're abel. talking about abel cain and abel no, cain mm-hmm. cain cain so when he when he's leaving god and saying like hey they're gonna get me or they're gonna they're gonna kill me it doesn't necessarily have to mean the fallen angels or or uh anunnaki as a lot of people mm-hmm. would say or or any of these nephilim or anything it could be actually other people right that did not get wiped out because we're assuming they all died from the flood but we know humans for some reason they have this resiliency and maybe some people found a way or there's caves or a way to escape it. Right. And then they started their own thing. Now I think the scripture is pretty clear about Adam being the first man. So I think mankind was created with Adam. We were created in God's image, right? That was, that was kind of the different, thing about us. Right. But we don't know what was before Could that be with the evolutionary chart? Could that go with the evolutionary chart? You know how like, they say like the evolution, like uh, uh, no, I forgot the uh, you know, homo, homo sapien. I don't, right. I don't know all of them, but could that be possible as well? I know some like people that, that he- play into the evolutionary chart being before that, and you're having like you know, Cro Magnum and all that kind of stuff. I'm not an evolutionist, so I, I'm pretty. No, I'm saying, but it, there's a possibility that it plays into each other. Oh, right? Yeah. Like, now, as far because, as the bones that have been found, I think so. I think that I think some of those bones are not manufactured. I know a lot of people that don't believe in evolution. Yeah, but I'm saying God could have made them. We're looking at it as we. I'm not saying that we evolved from it. I'm saying the evolution. Because when people use the sure. word evolution, they think they yeah. think that we had to like you know, we, I, mm-hmm. I was a fish and then I needed to learn how to fly, so I grew wings. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah. like, hey, God created something. Exactly. Goes, you know what? That's that didn't work with free will. You know. Let's try this one. That didn't work with free will. And then like that, maybe that is when, Hey, the first man, quote unquote, what a man. It could be. And towards the end, I'm going to get into my theory, what I think that they could be. And this is a theory that's out of the scope of like what I've read that other people are talking about. But yeah, I have heard of the, like the crow Magnum man, like that being created and that being what survived. And then Cain, you know, uh, connecting with them and building, you know, his, his, uh, his bloodline from that. It's a possibility. I mean, the one thing about, we don't know anything about what was before Adam. So we don't even know what these beings were. 
it, it, you know, Sasquatch. you know, I, I do believe, <laughs> <laughs> I do believe that the, which I actually am a pretty big proponent in thinking maybe Bigfoot was before Adam. And I think that they were part of this old earth. I think they lasted. Yeah. I think that's why they're uh, able to move quantumly. Um, they, that some, I think, I absolutely I think, think some. so. Like I do mm-hmm. think some are genetically engineered, but that's a, that's a whole nother topic. Whole other topic. <laughs> uh, we're not getting a meat sacks today, baby. If you want to hear about meat yeah, sacks, yeah. you can go to portal babies, Nephilim portal babies, yeah. or any of the ones where I talk our, about that. You could go to the one on ours, uh, 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 uh cryptos of the core, uh, the confessionals and then, uh, uncomfortable, right. right. And, and on Eric's as well. Right. And so you got a bunch of spots. You can find it. Yeah. <laughs> and I've done separate shows on their shows about this too. So uh, there's plenty out there. Just look up portal babies or Nephilim portal babies. And I'm still expanding that theory. So probably sometime next year, I'm going to go a little bit deeper, but right now I'm really, uh, digging into old earth and the angel wars, which we won't really be talking about today, but I will delve a little bit onto the angelic civilizations that have been said to have been around during that time. So when Lucifer uh, was on the, was on the planet, uh, you know, when he turned his back from God, uh, like Ezekiel 28, 18 talks about the multitude of his tradings. You know, John 10, 10 talks about the thief comes to steal. So uh, when you start getting into uh, some of these other texts, because they do refer to a time before Adam. So my question is, who's he trading with? You know, Ezekiel 28, 14 through 17 talks about him being a cherub. Lucifer, in the abundance of his trading, God cast him down among the kings. Well, who are these kings? Who are these yeah. kings before Adam? What are these massive civilizations before Adam? Was this... Was this uh, when some of these crazy civilizations that we're just now finding underneath the water, deep in the oceans, you know, close to Antarctica, you know, people are talking about that. It's been covered in ice. I mean, you start. Well, speaking of that, let's uh, play a little clip real quick from uh, Billy Carson. You know what I mean? It's uh, from uh, the hidden beneath the Antarctica, right? I think that mm-hmm. I think I got it right. Antarctica had once been a tropical island, and that was the center of the so-called pre-Adamite civilization. And it got moved to what's now the South Pole. There might have been some kind of nuclear war that took place on Earth. That's entirely possible. Or there could have been some energetic release from the sun. The resulting effect appears to be that the Atlantean flood becomes the Atlantean glacier. And because it's now in a new position where the water freezes, it turns into Antarctica. And then like that, wasn't it, what's it called, Pangea, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the, where all the continents were connected? And everything was one thing. And, and when they say nuclear war, uh, comet, uh, meteor that could go play. In, and when you talk about that, when it could not only be a flood. And how did God cause the flood, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean he waved his hands around and the, splashed the waves. He could have sent a comet a meteor that hit into the ocean and got it. I also think that, like, so I know that you believe, right? Or maybe you don't believe. I don't want to put words in your mouth. But uh, when you were saying that Adam was the first man, like the Bible says, but since it's a restart and maybe they don't want us to fall into the same um, past that was before, you know, like the, the, this theory of like people being before, they, he may have not been the first human, right? There, there's a possibility that he was not the first human or the first man because 
they wrote it that way because they don't necessarily want us to fall into that trap of what happened before. I mean, that's what I would do. I'm just putting it to perspective of what we're thinking. Obviously, there's no way we're going to think like how God thinks, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just putting it into perspective of what um, us common human beings could think of. I, I just wondering that. I think as far as uh humanoid, I can agree with, I, I do think that there was this moment where God said, I'm going to create these beings in my image. So he wanted us like him. We were the first ones to be in that realm. And back to what you said about the meteors, man. So I ran across some crazy stuff this past week that I thought was just fire, right? So you know how the Earth's like not on its axis, right? So we all know that. We've all flat earthers, cover your ears. Don't listen. Don't worry. Hey, flat earthers, don't worry. We're not going to spoil it yet, but we got some good comfrey January that you're probably going to like. Yeah, maybe <laughs> you will. <laughs> <laughs> We're not here to like make your cheeks tight 24 seven flat earthers. But this is assuming that you are a globe tard like myself. The earth <laughs> is off its axis, right? We all know that we've all been taught that. And that's come from the entire scientific community, which flat earthers think is all a straight and a lie, but back to being on its axis. So it's not on its axis. So there's a verse in the Bible, Luke 10, 18, where Jesus says that Lucifer fell to the earth, like lightning when he was kicked out of heaven. So (laughs) let me ask you a question. If a cherub, an angel, you know, we don't know how big they, are man you know what i mean cherubim had like four faces i mean you know if god was just like ah just like chucked him at the earth i mean that'd be worse than a meteor hit right and if he like came down with the speed of light man that might have knocked the earth off axis if you think about it sure so what would that have caused to the earth as well if he hit what would that happen with like whatever oceans were here Whatever else, because we don't even know the layout of old Earth. We don't even know the sure. land maps. We have no idea. No idea, man. It could have been mostly Earth and less water. We don't know. We have no idea what it is. But it's just a thought. I, I listened to a theologian talk about that recently. I'm like, that's kind of crazy because, you know, my thoughts have always been about like planet Rahab when it was destroyed. And yeah. those meteors coming, which I still think that's that's definitely part of uh, the older thing. But this this would have happened long before older. So what if this was like a different cataclysm that happened even before that? Because, again, we don't know how long these the, even these angel civilizations were around for, because if these angel civilizations were set up shop on like Earth and Mars and like planet Rahab, we don't even know what other planets they could have been. Um, even these humanoids, whatever you want to call the humans back then, you know, some people might want to say Anunnaki, which could make sense in that scheme of things, too, because they were moving planetary. I think the humanoids were moving between planets through like stargates. Right. So you got stargates between Earth, um, Mars, planet Rahab, other planets. I mean, you've got a lot of activity, you know, so I think that it's a huge possibility that between like planet Rahab and maybe like Lucifer from before that could have caused, caused cataclysms. I don't know. It just made me think about it when you're talking about meteors dropping. And I had just no, for listened sure. to this theologian talk about it. I thought it was a, a crazy theory that I was like, yeah, I kind of like it though. No, it sounds uh, like if you drop a penny off the empire state building, you could kill somebody. Right. So 
just imagine, like you said, we don't know how big an angel or or the devil is or, or like or any of of beings and then it kind of plays into other scientists things right like like i'm not saying that every single thing that people have talked about is true you know like the pangea the islands being you know the like pretty much mm-hmm. earth being one uh whole land structure mm-hmm. and maybe that's kind of where people get this flat earth idea right, right. surrounded by water and then maybe something like whether it's a meteor maybe the devil being kicked out of heaven and stricken down like i think that would obviously make an impact and and is it true we don't know but like that 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 is a good theory i like that and i think it could fit into the scientific world that is already you know revealed a few other things that's why sometimes i wish uh religious scholars and i know some people have but i wish more religious scholars and uh scientists uh, especially with the bias get the bias out of the way i'd like them to talk more because i think there's a lot more that they could really figure out if they wouldn't dig their feet into certain ways, you know, like, Hey, it has to be this way. If there was more open-mindedness from, and I'm not saying all, because I know there is a lot, there's still some that are very open-minded and trying to do that. There's like very religious uh, scientists that, uh, you know, try to play into that part. Cause I think here's the problem really fit together. Here's the problem with that though, on a couple folds, right? You got some scientists that are just like your average scientists that, or brainwash a certain way to take religion completely out of it. Right. You got that going on. Mm-hmm. Then you've got the scientists that really know what's going on, but they gatekeep the information because they are connected to this Luciferian Nephilim agenda. So they do know what's going on with earth and old earth and all this stuff. They are privy to the information, but they're going to gatekeep it from everyone else. It's kind of like what's going on in CERN, right? So you got like all of these crazy rituals going on, but yet they're like, no, 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 we don't believe in religion. Dude, you were down there with like yeah. 200 people with like robes chanting. You know what I mean? It, it, You know, you got the temple of, you know, what Shiva, Cernos, whatever, like right down the road. It, it, it's, it's, it's laughable to say that it can't be connected. A lot connected. of it has to do to me is with human nature, man. Human nature is that I studied this, so I know mm-hmm. more than uh, some dude, like uh, like we put on our last show, some dude on Twitter. You know what right. I mean? Like, uh, like uh, what's his name? Um, man, I can't think of his name right now. Um, uh, Area 51, on Joe Rogan, Aliens. Uh, Bob Lazar. Uh, Lazar. Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar was considered like, you know, like they would be like, this idiot, he didn't go to Harvard. He didn't go, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He didn't have a scholar. So I think there is this, uh, when people go through things, they feel like, hey, you should have to go through the same threshold to be considered as intelligent. gatekeeping. Like, yeah, it's gatekeeping. (laughs) Yeah, just like to just break it down in simpler terms. Like, you know, like, because there's a lot of people that do that to me. Like a lot of people go, you think you're so smart. Or or people think that I'm like so intelligent mm-hmm. and i'm like if i told you that i didn't go to school beforehand you would not even listen to me but if you listen to me first and i don't think i don't by far because i think everybody has their own intelligence and right. their own perspective that they bring but i'm saying like the way a lot of people gatekeep and hold into this information they won't allow a lot of it to connect with each other because really that's how you find stuff right like even in the scientific world by itself right like they don't have biologists talking to, you know, like a uh, theorist and, you know, you need mm-hmm. all of these angles to really figure stuff out. You can't just say, oh, well, you're not into biology, so you don't know what you're talking about. That doesn't mean anything. It, no, it's really the questions, the critical thinking, the being able to like, well, what is this and what is that? And I believe 
the more mindset. Like, even right now, like, I had no idea about that whole thing about comments. I just thought about that in my head, and you already had that festering in there, right? Yeah. We would never have known that if we didn't just have a discussion about it. And I think <laughs> that is the point of what we do and what everybody should do. Because I will say this, and I'll never stop saying this. Anybody could do this podcasting thing if you really want to. Right. Right. If you have interesting things to say and ideas to bring to the table, I think you should, you know, and and that's what this whole world needs. And no bashing. Like, that's why we don't do like, I, I mean, yeah, I bash because I think it's hilarious. Sometimes I try to be funny. But like, you know, I don't really hate anybody. I don't I have right. friends that love flat earth. I have friends that are Christian. I have friends that are Muslim. I have friends. Every kind of thing that you could think of. I'll be cool. If you're cool to me, I'll be cool to you. Right. But the real interesting part about this old earth to me as I think it really connects with science. If, if the scholars and the science, you know what I'm saying? If they really would get past the gatekeeping and the bias and the brainwashing, if we could get past that, I feel like we could get so much more progress. Well, when you look at, on the flip side, what goes on in the religious community, like even when you're talking about the Christian community or the Islamic community, you know, I'd say in that 70th percentile, are, are, are new earth, right? It's the 6,000 years thing. Yeah. Like they're, they're pretty, they're pretty tapped out. You start getting anywhere outside of that. They're like, ah, evolutionists, you know what I mean? And they're not open-minded yeah, yeah. to stretching their minds out to a different consciousness. Like when I talk about fallen angels or just angels in general, um, they're extraterrestrial. If people break down what the word extraterrestrial yeah. means, they're not of the earth. Like they're extra terrestrial so they're not from here so yes they may have had civilizations here or whatever but they're not originally from here so yes they would be considered extraterrestrial so i think when you're thinking about aliens and angels i think that yes i think they are the same thing in a sense now when we're talking about grays and what they're up to and reptilians and what they're up to yes i i do think there's an agenda there and i think it is fallen angels masquerading in ways that they want to trick you into think they're a certain type of extraterrestrial but i do think that they are also we don't know what all god's created man we have no idea we don't even know like dimensionally well, we have no idea what they look like you said it earlier right. We that we were made in his image. He didn't say angels were made in they his weren't. image. He didn't say so. So they could look like a reptile. They could look like a, a gray. They can look multiple Absolutely. different ways. And like that's the thing is like I think boxing anything in. And that's what I've said for a long time. A lot of people used to give me a lot of pushback. Is where I thought just thinking. I was like, you know, how do we know that evolution and religion don't go hand in hand? And meaning like not the exact way that people talk about evolution, but Evolution just means over time things change, right? Like, and that just breaking it down to a simple term, like that can be the millions and billions of years that have gone through this earth. Mm. That's still a God's creation. Mm. I think people sometimes I think they push the evolution to kind of separate them because again they need that separate, right? You have to have the science evolution. Well, Darwin was a this free Mason, so we know his agenda yeah, yeah. anyway. He wanted to wipe religion out, so that his whole agenda with his his evolutionary. And uh, his theory, I don't agree with because right. if that was the case, there's a many things that have in. We've already lived in America for a hundred, right? Right. So, so why haven't humans changed to or adapt to certain levels like that? I think we adapt, 
I think some of the things that he was trying to say evolution, I don't believe like, oh yeah, I live in the water. Now I have gills. I think it's more what he should have said to this is my, this is my perspective is adapt, which means I could live in this terrain. I figured it mm. out. Like if, if I live in a water and then I built a, a, you know, a land mass that can be above the water so I can live and not die. Right. That's not me necessarily evolving. That's me adapting to my circumstances. And I think when I when I say a lot of like the evolution, that doesn't necessarily that doesn't mean I think oh man came from monkey. That's where I think Darwin, in my opinion, that he really really tried to separate the science from the religion, mm. the, just how they try to separate religion from the paranormal, right? They they right. keep breaking these down so we can't have all these pieces together because it would be a little bit easier to figure it out. Not saying that we would wake up and be like oh I figured it all out, but I think. That is intentional. That's that whole divide and conquer. And where do these bloodlines come from? Like you said, like it's very, very well that they could be from an Ephilim, a, a fallen angel, or, or pre, uh, 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 a pre man, whatever that was. You know. Now on the evolutionary chart, when they find these bones, they could say, "Oh yeah, that was." He he evolved from that, but that's not necessarily true. The evolution of the Earth changed multitudes of times because of things that happened, and unfortunately, like floods and things like that that would still be the evolution of the earth right not that hey this fish got legs and then i i think that they use the in the term evolution in the incorrect way it, that's how i think well you were talking about these bones being found let's talk about some skulls man let's talk about the peru yeah. the peruvian nobility man the from the paracas culture this is where everybody knows about the elongated skulls and if you want to go ahead and play that clip Oh, Brian, uh, Brian Foster? Yeah, go ahead and play that clip. I've been studying these, these people for about eight to ten years. It seems that only the nobility of the Paracas culture of the coast of Peru had elongated skulls. And the preservation in that area is almost perfect. So we do have examples of the skulls with hair. And the hair is always red, and it's genetic red. It's not the result of bleaching or, or the sun or something like that. And so red hair originates in the Middle East, in Iraq, Iran, and Afghanistan. So if they had red hair, they likely had light-colored skin, as well possibly as green or blue eyes. All three of those characteristics are not typical of Native American people. So that could very well indicate that those ancestors sailed from the Middle East to the coast of Peru. Uh-oh. The first man, baby! I'm telling y'all! I've been screaming this out. We were the man before man. We were the Nephilim, baby. I'm telling you right now. The red-headed giants, there's a thing to it. Nephilim bloodlines, baby! That's what So we do like have me. examples of the skulls with hair. And the hair is always red. <laughs> it's red, baby! Let's go! Let's go! I'm, I'm coming at them! But no, seriously, they, they are redheads. What's even crazier, they're found in North America, too. Uh, the Mexican redheaded giants. So they don't know, back to what he said, they, they didn't get there through, like, the land channels. Like, you know, everybody says they go up and they went all the way up and then they came down. No. So, basically, what he's saying is they were intelligent. These, like, pre-Adamites, these, you know, pre-man, they they're, they're smart. They knew how, they, they built boats. You know, they, 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 were, they were traveling around. I mean, I think, you really go back that far, though, 
I don't think it was like as simple as like a little stick boat and stuff. I think it was more like crazy technology. Um, we say technology was really crazy before the, the second flood, the deluge that we know about. I think it might have even been crazier before that, before the destruction of Earth, before Adam came around. Like, dude, we're talking if angels had like civilizations where they were just walking around like people. Man, I bet it was just nuts, man. Stargates, everything else, man. I mean, that's that's a world that I would definitely uh, <laughs> would like to peep, man. I, one day with God, I'll be like, listen, like, can I just get a little, let me get a peep of what it was like. You know what I mean? I'm sure it'll be crazy anyway then, like, for me, but I'm like, look, man, I just want to see, like, what was going on. Like, <laughs> Hey, speaking of Mexican gingers, you know, you got Canelo Alvarez, the boxer, so I'm just saying. Bro, we're all connected. Like, we know what's <laughs> up. Like, that's why we're working so hard to, like, keep our bloodline intact, man, because, like, like I said, man, man before man. The first man, baby! Or, or, were you guys uh, Nephilim? Bloodless? I mean, that's, and you that's guys... very true, too. And that could be. Is that good or is that bad? <laughs> not Except good for me. Nothing. It's not good for me because I'm pushing up against them, man. They're like, he's one of us no, and he's yeah. turned his back on us. Oh, no wonder they're going at you. Now it makes sense. I know. Now it's all making sense. Oh, I know, you, man. They're like, he turned, you, they were like, he turned his back. He turned his back on us. You know what I mean? Like you, you were a part of the click, and then now they're like, "Ugh." Well, here's one more click from Brian, real quick, just a little bit more on the skulls, so we could go in deep on that. We've even found baby skeletons where the skull is elongated. There was one recently I saw of a probably three month old, and its head was twice the size of normal. So it's not just that the shape is different, the volume is different. And many medical experts have looked at these and they've said you can change the shape of a baby's head because it's very soft to begin with, but you can't increase the volume. So that by itself is telling us we're looking at a, a genetic variation. So that to me right there does significant, is very significant because like he said, like you can, technically the baby's head is soft, you can kind of, manipulate it but you can't add more mass it can't be different right. you know what i mean you can only go so much well, bro they're talking about the baby's skulls they were finding were bigger than like your mind like grown heads yeah. which doesn't like bro you yeah. start start seeing that kind of stuff man you're definitely talking in nephilim territory at that point man like i yeah, really feel definitely. like so what's even crazier man I don't know if like how much the, of the documentary that you saw, but you know, there was some other stuff I was reading about uh, Prince Lionello uh, Diest and his wife. So if you look at, you know, they're from the 14th century in Italy. So if you know anything about Italy, when you start talking about the black nobility, when you start talking about these names that are whispered, the real elites always come out of this area, man. Cause you know, like in Italy, um, that's where all of the like the Vatican, the people that run the Vatican, well, even like Constantine and them, all of them come all from all of area, it, man. Right? So that's really where uh, you're getting these bloodlines, like the 13 bloodlines all come from this area. Well, what's really crazy with like Prince Lionello and his wife, if you look at the paintings painted of them, every one of the paintings is them with these elongated skulls. It's really wild. And 
it said that their whole bloodline matriculated throughout the entire European royalty of Germany, France, Belgium, Britain. So mm-hmm. this is back to that those bloodlines, man. The bloodlines and the controlling people. Bro, they say that there's like 15,000 of them like on the earth, right? Which would give you that 0.0001%. Because yep. everybody jokes about the 1%. The 1% is just people that have a shit ton of money and that are in some sort of power that's not the real elites the real elites these bloodlines man are like super minute they're talking about there's like they say they're guessing there's like fifteen thousand of them they said they're in plain sight but they have elongated heads they know how to cover them up with like head wraps and stuff like that and they said people have seen them like take them off in weird places where they're like oh my god like this is not human not really human so i feel like these are these nephilim bloodlines man that they're protecting because and again and i've said this before on the show and on portal babies like i think that from the dragon's court the uh patriarchal side of these bloodlines that's where the antichrist is going to come from and i think he's going to look nephilim in nature i think he's gonna look a lot like us i think he's gonna be like some giant right i do think giants will come with them but i i do think that he will be very human in nature there may be some odd things to him maybe elongated skull maybe six fingers um back to what juan said on the last podcast too about the uh uh virus this uh interdimensional virus yeah and 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 he was talking about like trump healing or something like that let's take it a step further let's take it to the antichrist because it does talk about the antichrist and his prophet being able to heal people like christ so i think you're going to see this kind of dog and pony show that's presented to us that these nephilim or these bloodlines are have abilities and i think they'll have abilities and let's be realistic you know everybody said like bush trump uh, obama uh reagan and they were saying the guy that if you want to point a politician that looks like Satan, it's Gavin Newsom, bro. All day, man. Like when I see him, like I'm like, that's Satan. Like I'm like, dude, just look at him. Like it looks like fire is shooting out of his eyes. And his head is a little long. I'm just going to say, man, I'm not, I'm not sure on that, but that's how I see it. I, I do really think that there was like, uh, there's so much more to this earth than people think. And that is the, the interesting part. Like, cause going through that whole documentary, I, I really, and a couple other ones that we went through, I thought it was cool how, like, there's evidence. Like, it's not like there's not evidence. It's not right. theory. It's not a speculation. Right. Now, it's speculation on where they come from and, and all this and that, but they're basing this on actual factual things, uh, evidence, uh, things, comparing it to other things, like uh, uh, other human skulls. Mm-hmm. Why is it different? And and now, the speculation part is where we could say, is it Nephilim? Is it a fallen angel? Were, was there a different type of human or was there a different type of humanoid? You know what I mean? Like a, not necessarily a homo sapien was that part of that, uh, you know, the missing link and all that. But to me, that's what I was saying about the evolution. Like a lot of people try to separate it, but I, I don't see why it can't play its part. Now, it doesn't have to be um, the way that Darwin described because, again, people come out, they taint things. I also thought that... When the land masses were together, that's why a lot of people really, really think that the world was flat, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's where maybe that whole concept comes from. And if that's the concept, I think that these things leak over. And then people that I believe to be in control of this world, and they're in control because they have more power. They have more knowledge. Let, let's be real. When I say power, I'm not just necessarily saying money and land 
and influence. I'm saying knowledge, right? right. Knowledge right. is the ultimate power. We all know that. So they know things that we don't know. They may know how to manipulate. They may know all the seven sciences and how to you. You know what I mean? Or at oh, least partial of some of the sciences. A corrupted like version of the seven sciences. But absolutely, I, I think they've tapped into what Cain and his son Enoch mm -hmm. created with the fallen angels when they corrupted the seven sciences. You got to think about Cain was taught directly from Adam, the seven sciences, which Adam was taught in the Garden of Eden. So if you think about how well that they knew how to work the seven sciences and then for him to break off and then you've got these fallen angels that are like well you know they know how to work the seven sciences better than Cain and they're like well yeah let's create this but let's keep it in this elitism because everything's about symbols that's why Cain's mm -hmm. son Enoch created hieroglyphics because that was a way to protect the knowledge from people that they didn't want to have the knowledge. Back to gatekeeping. It's all about elitism. It, it started as soon as people were kicked out of the garden. And I think in old earth, in this older era of the angelic civilizations and whatever else was there, whatever other beings were there, whether they were humans or humanoid or whatever, I think they had high access to a lot of these knowledges as well. And that's why they try to suppress a lot of the paranormal stuff, mm -hmm. I think, too. Uh, they don't want us to, to uh, whether it's about spirits or, or entities or uh, aliens, uh, Sasquatch, cryptids. Like, we could go down the list, I think. Or even just our abilities of what we could think into existence or, or the willpower of a human being. I think taking out, and what we've talked about, and you, Tony, a lot of other people, taking the metaphysical out of the Bible... And I think that's all intentional. And I, I know we said that plenty of times uh -huh. on here, but I think that's a, a point that we got to drill home is it's intentional. Why did they do that? Because that way we really don't know our power. You know, like how uh, a lot of the flat earthers say, right. well, they, they're lying to us about the shape of the world. So we don't know our powers. But to me, the shape of the world does not necessarily help us to understand who we mm -hmm. are and, and how we could. But if we understand that the Bible is paranormal, that's supernatural, that there is, is, is so time. much elements of what we can do, now that is where we could tap in and channel into things and really push this into a prosperous world because they don't want that. Because if we figure that out, then their time's up, right? Like right. We, we, we st are stuck in that trap of brainwash when we're like, oh, yeah, you know, there's no such thing as aliens. There's only us or there's no way someone can do that. That's impossible. But we've seen these feats. Right. We've seen it with athletes. We've seen it with uh, normal people. We've seen with strength of mothers when a, when a when a kid is hurt, you know, like trapped under a car. Mm -hmm. and a, a mother gets this strength to lift the car. It, it It's something that can't be explained or can it? They want you to think it can't be explained. That is some just weird coincidence. But I think we need to hammer it home and see that, hey. This the Bible or or any of these ancient scripts. You don't have to just focus just on the Bible. Right. Any of these ancient these ancient scripts that we're reading, they are supernatural. And if you don't put that perspective into it, then you're not going to gain that knowledge and that understanding. So you're not going to be able to make those leaps and bounds. That's why a lot of these uh, uh, occultists are able to make right. these leaps and bounds. Now, yeah, they're doing it negatively, but they're using it to be able to balance and get what they want out of life.
Well, I think for me, man, it's important to read other texts, right? I'm a Christian, and I, and I'll tell people on air why I'm a Christian because I know a lot of people have an issue with that, and I understand like Christianity's been infiltrated, and I get that the church is pretty shitty, so I I do understand that part of it. But there's one particular reason why I'm a Christian, and I'm not involved with any other religions because Christianity is the only, only. Uh, and I hate saying religion because it's not. That's not how I look at it. I look as I'm a follower of Christ. Christ is the son of God. It's the only one that says that. The rest of them say he's a good man, say he's a strong prophet, whatever else. I believe that he is the son of God. He was born the son of God. He made a way for us to have redemption. And I think that's the difference with Christianity than anything else. Again, take out the four sides wall of going to a church and listen to some guy beat you over the head and tell you you're wrong and all this stuff. Screw all that. I'm not here to talk about that. When I say I'm a Christian, I'm a follower of Christ. And that's it. Like, I don't care about all this other crap. I don't care about the Roman Catholic Church and all the shitty stuff they've done. And all the Protestants as well. All of it's pretty messed up. But the scripture, when you're reading it, that connection that you get to Christ and how to treat others, that's ultimately that that what you need to take from it. The rest of it, finding out old earth and all these other things, are indicative of you being with Christ. Like none of that is right. Yeah. It's your relationship with him and what you build with other people in being Christ-like. That's what he put us on this earth to do, man. That's it. Like it's not all this other, other stuff. And, and it's gotta be this way. It gotta be this way. But you know, saying that to say that you should read other texts, dude, I'm actually rereading the Quran right now. So, cause I'm tying so many things from the Quran into like my theories dude do you know like early on in uh the quran it talks about illness and illness is the name of satan in the quran right do you know why satan was kicked out because he was pissed off that he was told to bow before adam so it goes back to what i said like even in like islam he's jealous of us he's always jealous because he knew that we were we were made in the image of God. So no matter what text that you read about him in, there'll be an underlying thread that happens. And it's his jealousy, man. He wasn't content enough being like the right hand of God. He wasn't even content enough with that. Yeah. Where he was literally the shit. He's like, he literally walked and made music. He was music, right? He wasn't even comfortable with that, man. When he heard about us being created, he got pissed off and he's like, I'm going to start my own thing. And the best part about him is, man, he's not even in the same tier as like Yahweh at all, but he's done a pretty good job of like destroying. And we're talking about old earth, lots of civilizations <laughs> and taking them yeah. down. <laughs> so See, and- <laughs> I, I, my perspective is a little different. My perspective is I've always felt that all religions like people used to say, this is the right religion. This is right. And I would say all religions are right. Be- meaning, I think they all come from the same cloth. I think that interpretation and uh, the civilization you grew up in, the culture you grew up in, because there's so much, uh, like my one buddy, we would talk about this all the time. Like he would be like, you know, he's, he's a big Christian as well. And he would say like, you know, well, I would ask, propose to him. I'd say, well, what about the guy that lives in the Middle East that his whole family is is you know is Muslim uh-huh. and they're they're telling them all that because Absolutely. I feel that that there was like that none of these religions are real that there's this core proponent that has been ripped apart that's why I love the movie Book of Eli is that they've been ripped apart through powerful people because they understood that they could control masses 
with these scriptures. Now, I think that that's why it's beneficial to read all of them. I think that like names and all this, because when you really look through all those different religions, any of the major religions, even if you go into Buddhism, they all have the same core values of treating people right. And, and, you know, like being careful of treating your body like a temple and like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So to me, they have a lot of the similarities, but then it becomes lore and, and what is this? And, and, and who is, who is the, 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 the son of God and who is the right prophet and who is the person we should follow? And the end of the day, for me personally, I think it's God. I think like if I follow and if I'm following myself and treating people as best as possible, doing the best things for me, because obviously if I'm not treating myself good, then I am also like kind of like, you know, spitting in the face of God because I am one of his creations as well. Whether it be, I think the more we do that and the more we grow stronger, that is the most important thing. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I, I think that's fine because I think that's where perspective comes to play because I think that's what helps you and what builds you up to become that closer to God. That's why I've always felt that our, our passage to God is a solo route. It's, it's this just us. Like it, it's not this massive, Hey, we all got to go to this group and figure it out together. It's this personal journey that we're on to get there. Instead of like always trying to say like, oh man, you know, you got to, that doesn't mean you shouldn't read scripture. That doesn't mean you, you have to read scripture. It's how is your path? Get in tune with yourself and get in tune with God and you will figure out where you should go, what you should be. And you'll see it happening in your life. So I'm going to say like on two folds. Um, one, again, the reason why I'm a Christian is because none of the other religions will say that Jesus was the deity. He was God. So I think that's where the flaws come in for me when I'm looking at these other religions. Now, I don't want people to think that I don't go down the rabbit hole. Of these other religions as I do again, I'm rereading the Quran. Now there's great stuff in it. Um, I've, I've gone on all the rabbit holes and if people know my backstory and how deep I've gone, um, into Freemasonry and like the, 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 the evil side of it, um, I've, I've seen a lot of things. There's a couple things that let me know that Jesus is the son of God. One, I've had interactions with entities, dark entities, and there's a certain power that's in the name of Jesus in the name of Yahweh that doesn't exist with some of these other names that are invoked. It just doesn't happen. So to me, in my personal experience, that's why I believe that Jesus is the son of God, because that's from my personal experience. Now, I do want to say this. I do have a universalist view when it comes to what happens in the end. So I don't again, to your point, I'll even go deeper. What about this tribe that's like out in the middle of nowhere that has no access to Bibles, no access to even the Quran, any of this stuff? Yeah, anything, anything. Right. But they know there's a God and they have a connectivity to that God. God speaking to them. Do I think they're going to go to hell? No, I don't. I don't agree with that at all. And I think that also if I think if I can believe that then I have to believe that, like you said, the person in the Middle East that grew up with the Quran, grew up in Islam, that thinks a certain way, is is he going to judge them that way? I don't think so. Again, I don't know, man. I don't have the answers, right? Like I know sure, people sure. can I know people can interpret the Bible certain ways. There are just as many verses that come out of Jesus's mouth that can 
tell you that it works in the way I just said. And there's verses that people could use that can say like, no, you're not. You know what I mean? I've seen it both ends mm-hmm. of it, but I do know that when it comes to Jesus, it all centers back to him. Dude, even in Islam, he's like OP, bro. Like if you match him up to Muhammad in in the Quran, he is untouchable. Like Muhammad's like failing left and right, even though he's the one that they all pray to and they all like yeah. look to. Jesus is OP. You look in any culture, Jesus is OP. Like he just is. And rarely when you talk to someone about Christianity, they hate Christians and they hate what people do to them to make them feel a certain way. But rarely do you hear them ever say they hate Jesus. There's not much to hate about him, man, especially in the scripture. Well, yeah, but that's like Buddha, like in Muhammad, because there's not there's nothing you can hate because really what their core values. What I'm saying is like, I'm not saying he's not the son of God. I have no idea. And I have nothing against Jesus personally. What I'm saying is that this focal point of like having to believe in Jesus, because I've had like, you know, like. Things are, I'm protected and I don't say, I don't use the way like a lot of people say like, Jesus, like, hey, protect me. I just like, I just feel uh, 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 that I'm protected by God and I just, that's it. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like when things happen, it just feels like it just clicks. Like, I feel like I have this connection. Like, and, and, and I'm not denying either or because I don't know. You know what I mean? So what I'm saying is that your own personal path and that's might be your path, right? Finding Jesus and, and figuring this out. And that's how you get this, this tale of what brings you closer to God. I think that there's no, that's why I think that's when the universal comes into play. I understand where you're coming from. And I, and I totally, that makes sense because you can see it. And you know how our perceptions are different and our reality some kind can seem different, right? That's why we talk about like simulation theory or people think the earth is a donut or, or whatever that may be. Maybe it is <laughs> and from their mindset. And maybe it turns it into that, right? Like they say our eyes see something, but right. it doesn't really see it. Our brain is putting that perception into our into existence. So for me, I just focus on trying to be a better person. That's why it is good with Jesus, right? Like the, the, the teachings of him, I totally agree. If, if you don't have to like Christianity, you don't have to say Jesus is the son of God, whatever. You don't have to say any of that. If you just go to the, to the core of it, obviously his teachings and his values is something that's going to make you a better person. And if you think you shouldn't treat people right and help people, then what the hell are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Then like, then obviously if you don't think that even if you want to go with karma or whatever you want to call it, like it's obvious and been proven that helping and being a better person helps you, right? Like like giving and, and, and and unwilling giving, not like that giving like, Hey, you know what I'm saying? Got my, Hey, Snapchat. What's up? Hey, a Facebook live, giving a pizza to a homeless guy to let you know, that's me, you know, like not that kind of like, I mean, I still happy they're giving to somebody, but you know what I mean? Like if you're just naturally just like, oh man, that guy needs 20 bucks. Oh, Hey man, this, this, that's natural. Like, right. It's just your instincts. And I think that is the uh, purpose in my opinion. And, and like, again, I'm not some scholar or I'm not super into Christianity. Like I'm not against it either. I've studied a little bit, dabbled here and there, but I think that's the core of Christianity if you naturally want to help and give, right? Like, I think Jesus's way is you want it to be an instinct. You want to wake up and be like, man, that person has a car on top of them. Let's figure out getting the car off them. Hey, there's somebody in a burning building and they're throwing their baby. I need to run and go catch it. It's instinct now. It's not like I'm thinking about it. You're not thinking about it. You're just, boom, hitting that tunnel, 
And and if anything, I think the teachings of Jesus is, in my opinion, just from my perspective, is doing that to make it instinct. No, man, look, I, I get where you're coming from, like, and I, I agree. You know, I, I feel like for me and my journey with Christ is not to shun people that think differently, because one, I don't know, I don't have any answers. And, and I read the Bible a lot. And I still don't have the answers. I, I learn something new every day when I read the Bible. And honestly, it's more, you know, what I can do to connect. What I do have a problem with is people that go to the church a couple times in their life, or they meet a couple so-called Christians, or they get a certain view of Christianity because of a couple things that are very impactful on them. And then they umbrella the whole thing. Or I know people, and I'm one of them because I, I was down this road too. You grew up in church your whole life and you get out away from it. You start reading a bunch of books. You start going all this whole thing. You're like, oh, there's no way the Bible is written by man. And I get it, man. I, I, I've been there. I think for me, what brought me back to Christianity was literally running the gambit of all the other religions and everything else for me to see that and go down the dark paths that I did to understand why Christ actually came here. It wasn't all this division. It wasn't what we did. So for me, I said all that to say this, I'm very comfortable with talking to people that don't think like me. And I don't care if they do, because Christ, when he walked in a room, he wasn't smacking people over the head, unless they were the Pharisees and they were selling shit in his temple, which we should be smacking the government around left and right, because that's exactly what they were. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Osteen, and Osteen, I'm just going to say it again, Osteen, come free, dog, come free. No, but but that's a good analogy that you brought because that's the same as when somebody like, hey, I lived in a black neighborhood for two years and I met one guy that stole a car. Now you think that every black person is a thief. It's the same thing. That's or idiotic. vice versa. Like, no, no, you I, know. Yeah, or you met a, white, a racist white dude or, right. or, or fill in the blank of the race or the culture. You, you can't meet one or two people from a different race, a different culture or a different ethnicity. I'm going to throw something out to you though. And I know your universal is how you think, but I'm going to throw one thing out to you and just let it fester. You don't have to even say how you think about it right now. And this is one thing I do throw out to people that don't necessarily buy into Christianity being the thing, right? Why is it that every elite world system is vehemently against Christianity. They have hidden documents that that specifically target Christianity over all religion. Now, I do agree they do want to wipe out religion and create their own religion, but they are vehement when it comes to anything about Jesus and Christ. Why is it that these these grays, these entities run when you use the name of Christ? There's a reason for that. Again, people can believe whatever they want to believe. And if, if, if you're a Muslim, whatever, I'm not I'm not even saying that you're you're, you know, going to hell. I don't know how all that works with God. I don't like I think that ultimately we need to treat others right. But there are certain things that are layered when it comes to these bloodlines and what they're against. And they're vehemently against the bloodline of Christ. They are. And I think that's why the Catholic Church was infiltrated and turned into what it is by the by the Romans. I think they wanted to turn it into what Christ never wanted into this like cesspool to make it look like big business. And that's what a lot of it's turned into. Um, that's just my pushback on people that have a hard time buying into Christianity and Christ being the son of God is why is it that these 
elites are so dogmatic against it. Like they make a absolute point and they don't do it with anything else like they do with Christ. That's all I'm saying. That's just my let my me one up you real on quick. It. Let me one up you real quick. Why would God make one religion? Why would he say, hey, there's this one thing and you got to figure it out? My now, question is, though, are you taking now, it as a religion? Because I don't think. No, 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 I, I get think- it. But the, but that's what I'm saying. That's my point is that there is that because that's the dogma of everything. Right. Like so like where everybody is like, oh, you know, like religion to me in general is man made. Right now. Follow, now, I don't think. Jesus, and even when you kind of break down the scripture of Christianity, again, I'm not some, uh, you know, I don't know all this. I'm not some scholar. But at the same time, Jesus was here to to just be, he just here to sacrifice for our He sake, called us right? Christians because we followed him. When I say no, no, I'm no, a Christian, I get that, but, I but I'm saying, him. But I'm saying, but his purpose on earth was for one thing, right? Absolutely. Well, so I'm to saying, save us. So, yeah, to, to open up that realm so we can go back and mm-hmm. to, to. So what I'm saying is that there is no purpose in, in arguing that, right? Like, there's no purpose of saying, like, oh, I should follow Christ. I should follow. Except for the teachings, like, as far as, like, but you could say the same thing with Buddha. You could say same same thing with a lot of these uh, in different scriptures that the, the way that well, they Why talk are these about, elites not doing that? But but they are like in 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 China they're taking they've done they've destroyed a a, a Buddhist Buddhism Hinduism I agree to a point in then, some of those what, places why why is it that in Russia they're they're really Christian and everybody's like they're a Christian country America's a Christian country but there's different we're we're talking yeah about the, but when you say that though, it's the not like they're not trying. But you're also talking about big business Christianity too. You're you're talking about this like Roman Catholicism and this big Protestantism. I, I, I would need an example because I see them tearing down all any organized religion that's not. Well, they have in, to tear them all down. I do agree if with it's that. Not controlled. I don't see it more. I don't see that it's more. I, I don't. I, I I think it's just the same. Yeah, I, I see that it's more. But I would need examples because I, I I don't really see enough examples of that now. Of course, we see it more in our perspective of where we live because this is a predominantly Christian country, right? And then not only is it not only Christian, and then when you're like saying Christian, there are so many different avenues of Christianity, right? Like there's so many different sectors that you can go into. I don't think it's that because they still talk like when I watch sports, every single time they they give they're they're mostly Christian, right? And giving props to God and Jesus. I don't see them giving props to other things. Because I'm here in America, so a predominantly Christian country, which you would expect to see. Now, if I go into Qatar or if I'm, you know what I mean, I'm going to probably to Allah or like whatever. But I see them all being taken down. I I just haven't seen any evidence. I would like to see the evidence to back that statement up. Then, of course, if I see that, of course, that's going to change some of my perspective. And maybe I will understand a little bit more what you're talking about. From this point, though, I don't see the evidence that they're tearing that one down more than any other. That's fine. I'll send you the Ten Commandments of the New World Order when we get off here. <laughs> no, but 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 realistically, that's what I've told you before about like you, Tony, a couple other friends I have. It's not about like saying like oh, like people get so frustrated like whether the, whatever the issue is, what whether we're talking old Earth or we're talking about specific religions or or who's right, who's wrong. I'm not I'm not worried about if I'm right. You're not worried about if you're right. We're discussing ideas to better ourselves and because we got love for each other we're, we were like hey 
You want me to be better, so and I want you to be better, so we're giving these ideas. Doesn't mean that I'm right. Doesn't mean you're wrong. Doesn't mean any of that. None of that even is on the table. It's just that we're ha- discussions to build and be better. Right. I think my biggest issue is like, especially in the truther community, because people get so vehement against Christianity. It's like a disdain where they're just like, like that man. They associate it with with, uh, governments a lot because obviously governments try to use it, but they have to realize that obviously if you're a predominantly Christian country, do you think you're going to go in there and be like, Hey, let's burn it all down. Now there's a, there's the fringe of few people because they, they'll play off that. And right. I think the main thing that they would like to push uh, besides like taking I really think they want to push a lot of this atheism and not even believing in. Anything. Absolutely. That, well, that's, that's the, the big main one. perspective. Mm-hmm. That's the one that I think they really want because they don't want you to believe anything. And like, like China, like China, CCP. Sorry, because hey, the Chinese people are great. CCP, not so great. <laughs> I mean, like, no, I get it. Yeah, for are, sure. Are putting a stranglehold on anything that is not the government because the government right. is the Lord and Savior, which it's not, but that's what they want to be. And obviously, we're not in that phase over here. But I will never say that I have, don't have no love for Jesus. You're 100% correct. I think that Jesus had some great teachings. Uh, I do think, he, I personally do think he's the Son of God. Like, I do think that. I'm just saying that I don't feel like people need to focus on that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like he did his part. I could be totally wrong, man. Like God might be like, you idiot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're Bro, so, listen, I don't, I don't know. So, I, I've read a lot of the Bible and I've grew up around my dad's a preacher. So like, sure. I, I get all of the, you know, the, the dogma that comes up with it. Right. So I can say this just, you know, open-mindedly that I don't know what's going to happen. Like when it's over, like with everyone, you know, I almost feel like there's a verse in the Bible that says Jesus came to save us all. Right. Save us all. So the question is, if God says he's going to do something, you believe he's the son of God, then he doesn't ever not do it. So the question is, are some of these evil people going to have a moment that they can have redemption in the future? Maybe there's a time period that they go to this place and maybe they're allowed redemption. Bro, how many chances has Satan gotten? Like, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, if you and look who knows at it from that, that, he can't even be, and who doesn't know that he doesn't get another chance? We don't know, bro. We don't you know. We right. only like know, we only know what's in this guidebook on how we should treat others. The rest yep. of it to me is fun to discover. Like, the rest of it is really fun for me to discover, right? So, before we get out of here, though, I know we, we got off a little bit and I, and I love where we went with it because I, yeah, I love yeah, it when yeah. we get on this stuff, man. I love people to hear our takes on it because you and I think differently on some of this stuff. Um, and I know everyone does, too. So it's fun to do that. But I got I got one for you, bro. And we were talking about dinosaurs before we get out of here. Yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. old Earth, bro. This is a great verse. It's uh, in it's it's in the Bible. Jeremiah four twenty three through twenty five. So this is wild, bro. This is, uh, you know, Jeremiah is looking into uh, what he's seeing from old earth at this point. Um, And this is like at the moment when like old earth collapsed. So it's like I looked at the earth and it was formless and empty. So back to Genesis one, two, formless and void and at the heavens and their light was gone. I looked at the mountains and they were quaking. All the hills were swaying. Verse twenty five. I looked and there were no people. Every bird in the sky had flown away. 
Now, on the surface, it's like, oh, the bird's flying away. Well, one, uh, birds, why are there birds in like yeah. old earth? Like, okay. But if you greet it in the Hebrew, it stands for flying creatures. It's not birds. Dragons, baby! Dragons! The oh, yeah, yeah. talking about them. That's your dinosaur bones. That's it. The dragons. No, no, I really, I, I do think that. And, and, and I think that that is such, because why are dragons so emphasized? Like, think about it. Yes. Everything we, like, I know dinosaurs, like, and, and I'm not saying dinosaurs are real or not real. I really, I have no idea, right? Like, the, I, I think mm. there's some evidence to put, to say that the, what is a dinosaur? Like, we're making what it looks like through what we think. Yeah, we're assuming that this is, hey, this bone goes here, and this probably, it's probably mm-hmm. this. This is the skin suit. I think the dragons, because dragons have been so, in, in every Hollywood movie, man, like, it's been around forever. And it makes sense with a T-Rex. He's got these 100%. little arms. Like, what if those were wings? 100%. Well, even when you look at any of the How dragons, terrifying would that be? <laughs> Oh my god, man! Because yeah, but have you seen even the dragons in movies? They always have little arms. Yes, always. always. That that's a good point, man. I like that point right there. I, I hey, flat earthers, there is dinosaurs. They weren't faking gay. They were dragons, <laughs> bro. Well, you know what's funny about flat earthers, man? Like I'll bring up dragons and be like, oh yeah. I swear to God, they love no, no, yeah, dragons. They, yeah. And I'm like, so what do you think the fucking bones are then, man? Like, they're fucking dragon bones. No, like, come yeah, on, I, guys. I like that. I, I like that a lot, man. I think that that makes so much sense, though. But the that, Hebrew. That see, see, a lot of these translations, when you read them, you got to go back to that Hebrew, like beyond the Latin. When you get back yep. in that Hebrew and you see what they meant, like, that's, bro, birds and flying creatures are two totally, yeah, yeah, that's totally, <laughs> totally different things. I, I like that one, man. That's a good one, man. And, and I think that a lot of this stuff, like, before we get out of here, too, I had one more clip, too, uh, with uh, oh, yeah, cool. Linda Moulton Howe. I'm probably slaughtering her name, but hey, sorry. I, I'm, not, I'm not great with names. You said I, it right. You said it right. Okay, because there's a lot of times I mess up their names, and it's going to happen in the future. I, I liked what she said. She kind of talks a little bit uh, about the Vatican and the Pope. Tom DeLong and a group of military people, including the head of Skunk Works, Lockheed Skunk Works, and they were going to come into this from the ancient past that the Anunnaki and the Greeks were extraterrestrials. There was another group working uh, allegedly with some of the astronauts who were saying that they've encountered UFOs and they were going to come into an announcement. I was told that the Vatican in Rome, Pope Francis, has been standing, waiting to collaborate with whichever of these groups would be the ones that would tell the truth we're not alone in the universe. The Vatican is ready to stand up with whoever in the United States makes that announcement. Hmm. Very interesting. The Nephilim bloodlines, baby. There we go. You got the dragon court. You got the fairy court, the matriarchal, the patriarchal. <laughs> they're already there. He's like, yeah, just waiting. It's all together, Brother, man. Listen, man, they're so. Hey, I, what was really crazy, though, when I was watching that documentary, they were talking about how they hide their uh, elongated heads. And they were saying that some of the Vatican, like people in the yeah, Vatican, with the, yeah, yeah. with the Pope's hat. Now, we've seen the Pope without it on before, but. There's, There's other people, people that, though that I that haven't are, seen 
with absolutely it. <laughs> right wild bro it's crazy <laughs> i do think that uh them saying that it really i don't know why but when i heard that right away it tricked i was like wait a second i was like that makes a lot of sense man because now he's pushing it and again when we say we're not alone in the universe i mean i don't know what they look like but angels and aliens Go hand in hand, and we've said that plenty of times. That's they one thing that me and you too, agreed bro. on right away. We, I said They're that. They're shapeshifters. One hundred percent, man. They can There's do whatever they be, want. I think that's <laughs> got to be an element of it. You know what I mean? That's something that uh 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 that is to me is proven, man. Like it's something you don't know. It came from somewhere that's not of this earth. Now, what that may be, that's where we could speculate. But if you don't believe in aliens. But you believe in angels and you don't believe in angels. It, it's, it's the same thing. It goes thing. back same to difference. the Anunnaki theory too, bro. Like it's the same thing. So like when you look at it from like other cultures and the way that it's explained to me when you're talking about from the Hebrew and, and we're talking about the Hebrews and mm-hmm. like Yahweh and I, Ward was actually on a show breaking it down to us. He was like, look, he was like, it wasn't that these cultures were wrong. Like it was their perspective and what these fallen angels were teaching them exactly. too. So they had a whole different aspect of the way they were looking at these things outside of what the Hebrews were looking at from Yahweh, right? Cause they came from Adam's line. So it's like you had all this stuff going on and let's just say it right. These gods existed. Like yeah. I am wholehearted into like Zeus being around like all these gods, whether whether they were fallen angels or they were part of this like host of Elohim, like they were they were gods, like they existed. Because fallen angels would be gods to humans. I mean, they just were right. supernatural. So these gods existed. All these gods you see these names of, they all existed, like or, or still are around. Some of them, right? So they they did. Um, I think that's what people need to get. Christians are awful with that too. Like they think they were like, oh, they made an idol. Like no, no, no. No, they were actively and, and talking. And I don't want to even just call out Christians. I think a lot of organized religions they, they really shun other things. They don't let allow the the blending. And I will say too to go back a little bit of ways of our point of like I think some of my thing that uh, gets me is I'm a little empathic. You know what I mean? I'm an empath where like I'm like man, I don't want them. I don't want them to not go with me too, man. You know what I mean? Like I feel for people oh, yeah. like. I don't want anything, and I, and I think that's the, the the point of it. And maybe that this has already happened, and that's why this is what I think. I think there was a time before Adam, before Adam, that there was humanoids, or I don't know what they exactly were, right? Right. And and I think for millions of years, and I think there was this again is my perspe- uh, speculation of what happened, and I think they're fallen angels, Nephilim, all these things were pre Adam. Right. Well, and we know the Nephilim some... were after Adam for sure. Like they definitely. But I think came there was. I think the there's evidence generation. of stuff before. before? But I, oh yeah, no. Before, totally agree with that. I think yeah, there was a absolutely. totally different civilization for sure. And then, you know, then Adam. Then, 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 then we had a flood again. And then I feel like, again, my speculation from what I've read, I feel like that is why Jesus came. So because they, this was the last last ditch effort. To be like, hey, man, I gave him free will, and these guys are just, man, they're just corrupting them. You know what I'm saying? That he, also, he knew that we couldn't do anything. God about it. created us in his image, mm-hmm. right? And the Son of God is coming from, is, is, is a human. 
it makes more sense yeah. if we're made in for his sure. image at that point for that to happen. Also, I wanted this is what I've been holding on to this whole time, this yeah. theory of mine. So we know that the fallen angels had sex with the women in the seventh generation mm-hmm. of Cain to create these Nephilim, these men of renown, 30, 40 foot, all the way down to 20 feet giants that roam the earth. We know they're super smart and they understand creational aspects. What if pre-Adamites were something that was created using DNA technology by fallen angels mm. in the pre-time? What if that these humanoids that even lasted after that, that deluge before the deluge that connected with Cain? What if they, what if the fallen angels portaled them out of here and portaled them back in after this? And that's these nomads that were roaming. I'm just throwing it out there. Shots fired. <laughs> Black! Black! I like that. I like that. That, And then that almost gets me to that. Like they're recreating that again now with AI. Like absolutely. I'm really on the AI thing. I told someone uh, uh, on one of my uh, burner Facebook accounts, my, I posted it and I was like, Hey, you rappers are going to use AI to write your rhymes, but it's still going to be trash. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the AI has been huge. And I'm not, I know that people are using it with their art. And I think that like, that is the vessel, right? Like they need vessels. Mm. And, and, and maybe at the time it was a meat sack or it was this thing or that thing. But I think now, man, uh, in time, they keep recreating. Cause I think God has found a way to keep fighting. I think it's, it's just, their way of continuously trying to fight God. And they here's the best part. They never win. And it's how oh, it always ends. And that's something that me and you will always agree on. They never win. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I think he's got a plan for all of us, man. I think he had a plan back then for whatever civilization mm-hmm. was around back then. Maybe civilizations before that. He had a plan for the angels. He had a plan yeah. for Lucifer. And he's fucked up. Just like a lot of us do. And let's just say <laughs> that uh, the reason Satan hates us is because he's ugly. God made us in his image, so we're beautiful, and he's ugly. Actually, <laughs> you're wrong there, because I have a verse that Jesus actually talks about that Lucifer was gorgeous, and that's why part partly he was so jealous that God created us, because he's like, look at me, man. I'm like the oh, hottest the thing Kim on Kardashian the planet. Syndrome. Yeah, like- he had all that. <laughs> the the uh, Kim homunculus Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but I think that was great. I think that's uh I know we went all over the place. That's usually what we do, but we're gonna have more of this, you know what I'm saying? Like uh again, I know we're I know some people are gonna be like, I can't believe I'm saying it again. Yes, I am saying it again. Go to patreon.com slash kill the mockingbirds and we will have even more in depth. Uh we we're gonna do more like 20, 30 minutes stuff on things like this because if you give me and Joel two hours, we're gonna go all over the place, man. We you know what I mean? That's what we do. <laughs> But we we want to focus on subjects, and and then when we get more subscribers and more built up, we will we will want more information. What do you guys want to hear about? You know, you guys also, us and you could subscribe and on uh, uh, Instagram, Kill the Mockingbirds podcast. Yeah, do that. Go to Kill the Mockingbirds podcast on Instagram. Subscribe four ninety nine a month. You can cancel anytime if you hate looking at my face, like I said earlier, but I'm going to be putting out great content that's only for subscribers on there. And you'll be able to interact 
with us. So if you want to ask me questions, if you're looking for the books that I'm reading, I'm going to give you access to all that, but that's just for subscribers. So if you're DMing us and you're asking a bunch of questions and you're not a subscriber, you're just not getting it. Like I'm not, we're not doing that. We're going to do that for subscribers. I'm going to interact with you fully if you do that. Um, and starting the first of the year, we'll be doing Tuesdays and Thursdays for subscribers only uh, Instagram lives where we can discuss, have discussed. We will have topics like we'll throw the topics out either on the podcast beforehand or the, or set a post up and like, hey, right. this is the topic of the night. Bring your questions. Obviously, don't be rude to the people in the chat. Don't don't be rude to us. I mean, you could say whatever you want about us. We don't really care, but really don't be rude to the people in the chat. We want to get. We don't want an echo chamber, and we want people to have good discussions. That's the point of all this. Right. And, again, I'm going to give people access to give me ideas for reels, and I will tag you if you help me create the reel. You'll be like a producer of the reel, so it's going to be pretty 100%. cool. I'm going to do deep breakdowns on some of the reels, too, so you'll understand in fully what I'm giving you in 90 seconds. So it, it'll be pretty cool. I'm excited about it. Um, yeah, man. Um, also, that, we have something pr special planned for Christmas. We're not going to let you know what it is, but we do got a special something coming out. Just woo! just be aware for that. <laughs> be ready. Something special is coming yep. for Christmas. It will be on Christmas Day. We're super jacked about it. We're not going to tell you because it's a little Christmas surprise. We want you to come down there. No Santa yeah. left you something from Kill the Mockingbirds. Under, there, under the tree, right unwrap it, be like, oh my God. <laughs> For sure, man. For sure. But again, I'm, uh, we appreciate all you guys that have been supporting us. A lot of people, man. It, it, it's dope, man. Like, we've got a lot of good feedback. Uh, there's been people that helped me out when, like, because, you know, we work and stuff, and we have a lot of going on, and people have helped us out, telling us about episodes that, you know, sometimes the audio gets messed up from, you know, we miss things. And people giving love, people giving, you know, good, bad, all the feedback's appreciated. That's why you should leave five stars. You know what I mean? Leave a review. Whatever it's you so think. It's so easy. You know what? You might say something, you might hear one episode, and you might hate us. But, you know, the next episode, you might go, yeah, hey, I really love these guys on this topic. It's all going to change because we are not an echo chamber. We are not sticking to one thing. We're talking about multitudes of things, and that's why you should go to all of our platforms. And we're going to continuously try to grow because the only way we're going to stomp out the fake media and, and not getting out all the information we want is by building something even bigger. And with our ties with Merkle Media now, you know it's going to go Endless. We're going. We ain't stopping. Blah. Yes. And another secret surprise for everybody in January. We got a new podcast coming out. But we're not going to tell you anything. And we're not going to tell you Nothing. who we're working with on this either. It's just going to drop, baby. Yeah, you're going to see it. It's going to get super, <laughs> super tight. Yeah. They're going to get tight. 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 Well, well, and don't forget to check out, you know, Sean, Chris and Joel Thomas on all music platforms. And, you know, Van Tessa 2 is out. And I think that's how we're going to go out. I think we should go on a little gaslight, right? You know what I'm saying? There's so many people gaslighting us. Let's hit them with that gaslight. You know how we do it here. Wake the fuck up or get woke the fuck up. Brah, brah. Bird killers. from